You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Toast of the Town on a wonderful Wednesday. Across the table from me is my wonderful, lovely, and talented co-host, Hello. Christy Leggett. Hello. And this is it Melanie. It is a beautiful sort of Wednesday. Yeah. It's kind of cruddy. Yeah, it kinda is. Kind of cruddy. You know, I got up this morning and took the kids to school, got back, did my two-mile walk, you know. But when I went outside to go walk, I was like, why does it feel so much colder at 55 degrees than it has, you know, here lately in the 40s? And I guess it's just because of this nasty humidity that's just kind of exactly. lingering around. Exactly. Um, let's go ahead and introduce our guest host with us today. She just, she joins us occasionally, but she doesn't ever get introduced until halfway through the show. (laughs) (laughs) Because we just start talking. We get excited. I know, I know. Holly Arbuckle. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Glad to be here. Wonderful to see you. Thank you. On this historic day. Historic. Historic. And historic historic day. And historic day. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, lots to talk about, obviously. Um, and uh, lots to discuss and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been a month already. It's been, it's been an interesting 20 days. It's been three months in the past 20 days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so you know, we have so much to talk about, you know, whenever we were on last week, um, we kind of, we kind of touched on a few subjects, but we didn't dive in, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, you know, but, um, but I think we can dive in today with Miss Holly because I'm sure that she has some wonderful Things to share. As she looks at me quizzically. For those of you that don't know, today is inauguration day. And if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know, unless yeah. you just kind of don't have this day marked on your calendar and you've already. If you've been, if you've been watching nothing but um, The Bachelor and listening Bridgerton. To, yeah. If you've been watching Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and The Bachelor. No. And Can we talk Bridgerton? No. <laughs> Not in public. <laughs> and, and. Amen. And. You've been listening to satellite radio. You would not know, or if you know, and if, if you're taking you a sabbatical from, from social, social media, media, which we've heard a lot of people doing, right. and um, you know, I've I've limited. Is that what this dry January is? Is that social? <laughs> it's about me- the driest January okay. I'm going to have <laughs> at this particular point. Uh, but yeah, it's um, you know, it is an interesting day. So inauguration day, we officially have our 46th president of the United States, President Joe Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, you know, did y'all watch the inauguration ceremonies? Today? Did Done. with all the flags? Done. Did they say there were two hundred thousand flags? Something like that. So I, I can only imagine, and I'll, I want to see the balance sheet for this of what the cost for this inauguration ceremony was between the fence and the flags oh, yeah. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing is, you know, if you put a per capita cost on it of all those that attended, <clears> you know, I think if they'd sold tickets, they should have been about 3000 or maybe $18,000 a piece. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, unprecedented times. But um, I watched uh, President Trump's farewell speech this morning. I thought he did a great job. I thought he did. Um, I love that he gave his wife the microphone for a bit. Um, showed her his respect for her. She's always, you know, the pinnacle of grace and um, elegance and elegance. Just real mm. and her even hair today. And, and, <laughs> and even with the way that she delivers. Okay, so I took. Wait a minute. Wait two, a minute. Long gloves. 
I would have never, ever said, oh, yeah, that's what you should wear when you leave. Holy cow, she looked great. She looked amazing. Anyway, yeah, she looked so amazing. Ahead. Yes. Um, but, you know, after I took two years of Spanish in high school, and mm-hmm. I took four semesters of Spanish at A&M. Mm-hmm. And I know how hard it is to talk, to try to have to put the effort into speaking Spanish, even back then whenever it was fresh in my brain. How she does it, she speaks, what, six languages, Five. seven languages? Five. And to be able to get up, present herself so elegantly, so in such a sophisticated manner, so well-spoken, and do it with such grace and not an error. And then you have somebody that speaks English all the time, can't get it right. At the time. <laughs> right. Um, but it really was. I, I Don't bring Biden up yet. I know. <laughs> but I thought it was um, I, I thought it was a really great moment. It was. It was. Um, and I thought that they handled themselves well. I mean, he, you know, kind of jabbed a little bit, you know. Yeah. Hopefully they won't raise your taxes. Mm-hmm. But if they do, I told you so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have a, which might surprise you, a little different take. Okay. I try every four years to watch the inauguration as an American. Yes. Even though I'm such a Republican. Right. I get, I cry doing, I cry yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. It, Obama, it doesn't matter. Clinton, I cry. I love it. And the reason that I cry is because the people that are there and what this means to the citizens who have, and I just remember during Obama's, I just, you know, he wasn't my choice. Right. He represented stuff I don't believe in. Right. But the people that were there to for that, just the feeling that they had, right. I love that. And yeah. I felt the same way today. This is not the way I wanted it to be. I'm furious about so many things. Right. But especially after what happened last week, you know, what we too. all did. The next night was cook dinner for our kids, yep. get up the next morning and go to work, go to, work. Yep. Go to school, yep. do what we had to do, and it didn't matter yep. because we're America, and we're Americans, and that's what we do. Right. We take care of business, and that's what we did today as a country. We took care of business, and yep. that's what we have to do. Well, and, you know, and, and you know, we've had this conversation before, all three of us, about how we still believe in that statesman mentality of elected officials. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, the this... Uh, some people look at it as pomp and circumstance, and it is, but it's the tradition, it's the event itself, it's what it means, it's what Americans for centuries have had have endured to make Absolutely. this happen and make this possible. It's like it's singing hymns thing. in church. It's yes. the emotion that you need to love your country is yes. that feeling of everybody together saying the Pledge of Allegiance, a million a million flags. They walk up the stairs. That all the things that they do. That's what gives us that connection, that touchstone that we all need. Absolutely. When things are tough. Right. Um, you know, when our country is in the middle of the worst pain we've ever experienced. Right. And, right. and yet, it today is like, for the most part, every four years always is. Yeah. I hate the I hate the fences. I hate those tanks. I can't tell you how I felt about all yeah. of that. But it still went on. Because that's what we do. Well, and you know, and this is, I, I was, you know, with everything that's been going on and all the craziness, and you've got the impeachment going on, and you've got, you know, um, Trump's noticeable absence from the inaugural um, ceremony today. Um, Vice President Pence, God bless him, uh, what an amazing American, wonderful statesman, um, you know, showed up. And I, I, know, I can only imagine the emotions that he was feeling. Absolutely. But, you know, in light of this new impeachment, um, we all knew that before um, last week's events that Trump was not going to attend the inauguration. But in light of the new impeachment, do is it 
is it a little bit more appropriate that he wasn't there today? I don't, you know, there's two ways you can look at it. You can look at the just pure, can I say assholery of it? Of not, <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I can't. He just nodded. <laughs> anyway, just the pure <laughs> not being a nice guy of saying I'm not coming to the inauguration. Right. Or you can look at it like Trump sucks up the air in every room. It doesn't matter. He always right. has and he always will. Right. Had he been there, because even up till last night at midnight, all three, four channels that I switched through every night were talking about Trump. Yep. Instead of talking about Biden. That's true. Very and good point. Maybe him not coming today was the gracious thing. Right. Maybe him not coming today was him finally saying, Okay, it's I'm yours. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Because had he been there, every nuance, every eyebrow lift. You're right. Because I have watched those eyebrow lifts every year. And yes. It's part of my fun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, of everybody else's, right. you know. So I'm going to decide that he did the grown up thing to not go. You know, and I think that that's a wonderful perspective. And that's to- really how I took it when yeah. he announced he wasn't going. I really did take it with, well, okay, good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, not. Not because I didn't want him to be there, because it didn't but need to be a melee. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of my favorite classes, and I've talked about this before, um, when I was at A&M, was it was a political rhetoric class. Dr. Dorsey, one of the Do I need best to start talking about the fact that I went to the University of Texas or not? Because no. you've mentioned A&M three no. times today. Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Slide that in when I can. <laughs> um, but, you know, and what we did in that in that entire course was we we picked apart political speeches just their verbiage. Then we picked them p- apart by listening to them and then watching them and what every nuance, what every eyebrow raise, what every hand gesture, how it all combined together to deliver the, the total message, right? And so, it, you know, every, especially every, pol- I mean, every political speech, but especially every inauguration speech, it's one of those things where I just can't help but hone in on it. Right, because, sure. You know, um, and, and all these different things, like you said, so when Biden was delivering a speech, you know, um, and we will touch on this because we're not to him yet. Um, but, you know, what I thought was kind of funny and interesting was, you know, it was all about unity, all about unity. We got to come together. We got to come together. We got to come together. But he still polarized the Trump supporters a bit, um, you know, and I think with both of these men, who have worked very hard to get to this level of success where they have in their lives. Um, I I like to think that Trump did the gracious thing and stepped aside. I don't think that that's how how uh, the Biden camp will probably take it. Right. Take it. Well, but. I don't know that that's how they'll characterize it. I understood that's how they took it because I understood that uh, Biden said when he wasn't coming, said good. Good. I mean, he just said that was the only thing he said. I mean... That was, I mean, yeah. that was behind the scenes, and yeah. who knows? Um, so while you're talking about uh, Biden delivering his um, speech, mm-hmm. so clearly as a political speech, and I know we're probably not there yet, but I'm going to interrupt you while no, I that's okay. I was just, I was just okay. Time. Um, clearly as a political speech, just as you said while mm-hmm. ago, just a political speech. Thinking about Trump's speech, thinking about Bush speech, thinking about Reagan's speech, and I know those are all completely different. Yeah. But did you did you take away any? I tried. I tried to listen to open ears and open heart. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel good about it. Okay. Did either of you think that it had any substance like Trump's had, or like 
There was never, there was definitely no outlining of any policies or anything that's going to happen or the reversal of all these or these executive decisions he's going to be signing into order today um, that are going to reverse a lot of Trump things. There, there was a definite absence of this is what we're going to do with immigration. This is what we're going to do with the coronavirus. Well, there that's were, not the time for that. I mean, yeah, yeah but usually they, they at least throw a, a few things from their agenda. Yeah, into from the their speech, agenda. That's right. Yeah. But they, but I didn't hear any of that. Okay, and and I guess and that's true, and that would have helped. But there was nothing that said other than. We're all Americans, and that was it. And that, and I mean, he just kept saying, "Unity, Americans, Unity, Americans," and he didn't give any. I didn't think anything quotable. I can't uh-huh. tell you one area that he dove off into where I went, "Oh, okay." Something oh, that'll that, stand the test of time. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, no, I, and I think that that was definitely uh, missing too. Now, it was a beautifully written speech. I mean, there was some. No, no, it was. It was. I mean, rhetorically, it was. You know, it was um, flowery and beautiful, and used some great verbiage. But again, it's it, and I think a lot of it too is not just as Republicans, but I think as Americans, I think we're all a little bit skeptical of anything that's going to come out of somebody's mouth right now because. You know, I think a lot of us are disenfranchised with the media in so many different ways. And a lot of us are disenfranchised with elected leadership right now because for the same reasons. What's true? What isn't? Okay. You you said you're going to unite us. Are you really? Mm -hmm. Are you going? I mean, you know, one of the things that he said was, you know, I'm going to be the president for all the people. Now, I don't think we've ever had a president that said, I'm only going to be the president for... (laughs) Some yeah. of the people, right, right, right. <laughs> you right. know, but even even though, you know, I think we're all waiting for the proof in the pudding. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, but anyway, so here we are. And so, you know, we get into the inauguration. We touched on this just a minute ago. OK, so, you know, um, first performance that comes out mm-hmm. is Lady Gaga. Gorgeous. red. This red skirt was just to die for i mean i don't have a place to wear it i could sit in my living room couch and wear it and that'd be fine but um but you know she she comes out with this dove huge gold dove um on her blouse and at first when she came out i thought it was like the mockingjay from hunger games and i was like this is sending a very interesting message and i i I know i can't have been the only person right right yeah that that had that that. oh exactly exactly you know but of course she comes out and she delivered and i mean she delivered yeah Yeah. she's a talented lady she's a talented lady Mm -hmm. um and 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 you know there's something about her um that seems very personal you know she seemed very gracious and very um humbled to be there right and and i i have i have gotten that impression of her more lately yeah as I age and she ages, it's, we seem to get along better. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, you know, Jennifer Lopez comes out. And I, I just want her hair extensions. I, I just, I mean, you know, beautiful, so talented. Um, again, she she's saying flawlessly they both did great performances. I was a little offended when they called her J-Lo when she walked off the stage because I, I felt like it was a, should have been a more formal ceremony than that. But, um but it was good. And then, you know, then they bring in Garth Brooks. And Garth Brooks, who has taken a lot of heat about accepting the invitation to sing at the inauguration, he comes out, sings Amazing Grace, get, tries to get everybody to sing along in <laughs> traditional Garth Brooks style. And then he, then he, you know. Did he cry? Um, 
You know, I wasn't watching closely enough. Okay. I, I bet he did. Yeah. There was at least one little tear. Because if anybody uh, can theatrically cry yes. in a perfect moment, it's uh-huh. Garth Brooks. Right. And, you know, so he puts his cowboy hat back on, you know, and backs yeah. out graciously. But in, in true... You know, Southern style. He turns around to walk off, and then he just starts hugging everybody. <laughs> and, and it was so funny. I love because, the way you change the way you talk. Hey, yeah, I know, you can't. But it's funny because you know you go from Kamala Harris taking her vice presidential oath and knuckle bumping people, mm-hmm. even though they have gloves on, knuckle bumping. Um, which you know, and as a woman, I was a little bit offended because if any time, there, if any, there was ever a moment for a woman to firmly shake a man's hand, right. it's after taking the <laughs> vice presidential exactly. Oath. Exactly. There's only one more important time than that. Yeah. And you know, so hopefully she won't. So I she's mean, fist bumping, and then you got Garth Brooks, no mask on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't even walk out with a mask. The only one that I saw that didn't have one yeah. on, yeah, and right. he just starts hugging the Clintons and hugging Bush, and he's just and he's happy, he's all glowing. And it was just so funny because I think it's such a stark contrast of kind of the two the big divisions that are in our country right now is Absolutely. you know one one kind of way of thinking and the other. So mm-hmm. anyway, what are your thoughts? Well, at, at first, um, J Lo didn't wear a mask out, did she? She did. Oh no, she didn't. Yeah, she you're didn't. right. She did not. Anyway. Um, well, I was. There were a couple of things. Um, I am embarrassed that I did not know more about Kamala Harris, because that's how much I disliked her when she announced she was running for president. Mm-hmm. That oh, she was just an Take ex, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was. She's just too far left, and mm-hmm. I'm just not interested. Right. I had no idea. Is her husband? Do I? Did I miss it? Is he white, or is he multiracial? I believe he's white. I, I believe he is. It just kind of surprised me because I've heard her say so many ugly things about white males. Uh, you know, <laughs> not you, honey. <laughs> anyway, okay, that was the first thought I had, and that was exactly the thought I had. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Um, and then the other thing was, um, how would you have liked to have been Hunter Biden today? I don't think I want to be Hunter Biden any Period. <laughs> exactly. I just, you know, I kept thinking the whole time, I kept thinking, I bet he's thinking, God, I got to get out of here. Oh, geez, I got to get in. Dad, I got to run. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Okay, those are just the real impromptu imp- <laughs> thoughts that went through my head. Sorry. <laughs> very, very unpolitical. Holly, share your thoughts. Well, you know, as a true entrepreneur, I was working during the inauguration, so I did not get to see it. <laughs> I watched, I've been watching all my, I have a, uh, TV in my office, and so I was watching it this mm-hmm. morning, but I had a meeting, at, and so right. I didn't get to see the main thing. I saw Mel walk again and all that stuff, which is when I commented on the purple dress, which I loved. Um, but and, and but I didn't, I have not gotten to watch it yet. So, right, but I will. Oh, Jill Biden's dress. See, Jill. 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 Oh, I thought you said Joe. No, Jill. Um, exactly. And by Jill, you mean Doctor Jill Biden? Doctor Jill. <laughs> yeah, Biden. that's what I thought you meant. Mm-hmm. Doctor First Lady Jill Biden. <laughs> anyway. Um, it was the exact same color as the carpet, which was an off blue. Usually the carpet's a navy blue. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an off blue, yeah, and her dress was the exact same color. And then I thought, well, you know, what's her name? Melania. <laughs> can't even remember her name. Melania's dress was a really light blue like mm-hmm. that anyway. And I thought, well, Melania did a little better. But I thought Jill's was very attractive. Yeah, I did too. Okay. I did too. Yeah, so that's all my fine. non-political thoughts that went on for the day. The rest of it was I'm just disappointed in the speech. 
Yeah, um, I think it could have been better. Um, but, you know, then again, we knew that they were going to be coming in as, you know, the whole message for the last week has been unity, 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 right. unity. You're correct. So I wasn't really surprised with that. I mean, obviously, I think, it, I think we were all very, very pleased that there was no um, violence that that was witnessed um, either at the nation's capital or any of the state capitals. Because my understanding is they shut down yeah, every state capital did. in the in the country. Oh, did they shut down everyone? I didn't know that, but um, I knew they shut down a bunch. Yeah, and but the the presence of the National Guard Ugh, troops. I can't stand it. Um, I can't stand it, it was was just kind of jarring, jarring, yeah. jarring. Um, did anybody hear where the twelve were from? The twelve. The twelve guardsmen. Well, I'm sure they're all Southern. <laughs> I didn't hear where they're from. But I, I didn't either. They, they but haven't, they but haven't it, let out what they, what the in, reasons that they were asked not to but take Abbott, place. But Abbott, right before, that hap- right before they announced that, Abbott came out and said, if I'd have known they were going to do this, I'd have never sent them from Texas. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. You defamed them. You, you, know, you spit right. in their face. You blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, I just wondered if they had said, and I just missed it. Yeah. No, I hadn't heard anything about it yet so i'm sure I they'll think be coming been, out tried to be careful not to yeah probably mm. tell so. who they are and what happened yeah and what the reasons were so um so that's our inauguration coverage for yeah. today yes um what i do want to go to though i think we should take a little bit a little bit of a break because um we didn't really get to talk about the events of last week mm-hmm. um i think that's something that we need to talk about obviously bringing in um you know the conversation that we're having today and right. talk about you know, not only um, the facts and the different perspectives and the different, um, r- you know, rhetoric, the different stories, the different uh-huh. accounts that are coming through, but also what it means for us as a country and what it means for us going forward. Right. And I have an interesting piece of news. Oh. Really great news that we'll talk about by the end of Ooh. the show. Oh, a little tantalizing tidbit. I know. I know. Oh, a how teaser. exciting is that? Yes. So if you are going to lunch, make sure you are taking your phone or other electronic device along with you so that you can watch us live on Facebook. Uh, you can also tune us into 104.5 or 106.1 on the FM dial if you're here in Conroe or tune into IRLoneStar.com. Listen to us live, mm-hmm. but make sure you come back yes. for Mel's tantalizing tidbit. Yes. This is Toast of the Town it's with really Christy and Mel. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dance Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Diamond Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, 
and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back, everybody, to Toast of the Town with Chrissy and Mel. I am uh, sitting here with two wonderful friends and also very talented people, uh, Christy Leggett and Holly Arbuckle. And uh, we are pretty well giving everybody the, the once over in Washington. We're giving them our opinion about what they're doing and what they've done this morning. But let's step back a little bit. Yeah. Let's, let's go back a couple let's go back weeks. In time. Let's go back. Everybody, hold on. Until less glamorous day. Okay, first of all, though, one thing we didn't do before we went to break. So here's to the great American tradition. Here it is. Here's to the peaceful transfer of power. Absolutely. And for living in a, an amazing country that allows us to do so. Absolutely. So cheers Toast. to that. Cheers. Um, you know, it's Ooh, a, That was a pretty one. Ding. And it is a day of change, day of anew. It is. And so in honor of that, I did something new this morning. <gasps> what did you do? That I have not done in quite some time. And I shaved my legs. So I just oh, want everybody to celebrate that. She has a date this weekend. No, I wore a dress. <laughs> this, is, this is the first day because we were talking about it, you know, war- temperatures warming up, but it felt cool because of the humidity. And I decided to wear a dress today. So I figured it would probably behoove everybody. <laughs> we all appreciate it. We you do appreciate it. I know. Uh-huh. I, know. I wish I didn't know, but now that I do, I you appreciate know, it. Some, some things just. <laughs> Just really need a fresh, and then others start. don't. And then others. Don't. <laughs> so here's, so here's, here's to Chrissy's legs. And, Cheers. And, and the fact that I realized how badly in need of a tan I am. So yep. when everything dies down and this COVID stuff is under control, I'm going to be way ready to go find some sunshine somewhere. Yeah. One of my friends, who y'all all know, is so white that her one of her friends used to put on sunglasses every time she came down the stairs. <laughs> And she's probably listening to this. So. <laughs> and she will not be mentioned by name. Yes. Yeah. So Good. anyway, so if y'all see a glow, it's probably So if y'all see Darren coming saying. down the street, <laughs> you'll yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> now, see, I, wasn't, I was going to make that connection, but I decided not to. Anyway, okay. so go right ahead. Mel's tantalizing tidbit. Oh, no, we're waiting until the end of the show. Oh, okay. Never mind. So <laughs> we're going back in time. Yeah. We're going back in time to two weeks ago today. Um, one of the... Um, most significant crises, I think, in American history, especially since 9-11. And that would be this, um, the storming of the Capitol. And I think we have to, you know, I think it's, it's respectful to choose our words carefully because depending on whose account you're uh, taking from, because um, there are a lot of people, there are some people that call it riots, some people that call it protest. Um, obviously, it was an interesting combination of all of the above. I think, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there there have been a lot of perspectives that have come out on who is actually responsible for the damage that was done. So you've got, you know, uh, the, obviously the, the largest story is that it were, they were far right-wing extremists that stormed. Um, you know, then you have the, these claims of, uh, of Antifa and BLM and everything that were involved in that. And then, of course, there are all these stories that – have come across on social media about you know all of these plants that came in and this one guy with the horns that has been <laughs> great for the mean world um 
he's just he's just a I just want to know how long he sat around to think all that up is really what I want to know. Or is he running out the door going, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> you know, I know. I could I never be that guy because I never I have my act together that well. <laughs> um, but what were your, what was your take? What are your first thoughts? And what have, what have your thoughts, have they changed since that happened? Mine have. Okay. Um, when it first started, I thought it was just a shoving match. Really. I, I really did. And um, and then I guess when the they, shots were fired, well, it got real. Right. Um, and, and it wasn't even over before I had changed. And, and, and I've changed even more as we've gone along. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what your, what your, your commitment to either party is. Obviously, we're talking about the right right now. But <clears throat> I think that if you if you let me back up my dad always told me uh in growing up he said if you if you don't go places where bad things happen bad things will less likely happen to you right in other words you know nothing married, happens after midnight right yeah. <laughs> and and married married men don't hang out in bars and all of those right. things you right. know it, it, you know no were you going there for that no but you know somebody made a pass at you and now everybody's holding you responsible for it that kind of thing so if if you were going to this event why did you go up the stairs why did you go inside bad things can happen when you break barriers when you break rules when you break past the cops i get that you're mad I get that you're unhappy. Bad things happen. Right. And so the girl from California, who was obviously quite a human being, mm-hmm. she was obviously wonderful, you know, now she's dead as a result of it. So um, that that's really where I've ended up, is that you just, you just can't do those things. You've got to follow the rules. And the right is notoriously a group of rule followers. So what were we doing? So that leads me to believe that mm, maybe they weren't the right. They were just some sort of renegades who believe in the right. Right. Holly, what's your take? Um, you know, extremely emotional. I was, yeah. It was a very emotional thing for me, which I don't basically have emotions. Um, but the, vis- the visuals of that boy hanging from the, mm-hmm. in, the, in there like a monkey on the, you know, and the guy with his feet up on the desk, I, I just, I still, I can't get it out of my head. It just, it made me sick to my core. Um, I also wanted to believe all the Antifa BLM stuff, but I don't think that was true. I think these were right-wing nut jobs gone crazy. And that's just all there is to it. I mean, I, there's not any way to, there's not any other way to describe them. Um, they're nuts, and they're not going to be, they, uh, there just isn't any excuse for, for what they did to our country, to what they say they love. You don't hurt what you... You know, the BLM protesters that tore down the, the, the statues, I hated that. I thought it was awful. But they tore down statues of people they hate and, and disrespect. These people desecrated the very place that they are fighting for, which is right. just stupid. Right. I mean, it's like, it's friendly fire on your capital. You don't do that. You know? Right. So I was very disappointed in that. Since that time... Some I've tried to be very careful about what sources, uh, sourcing everything I read and see, um, and it's very, very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that uh, I think there was some complicity amongst the Capitol Police. 
um, that allowed the things to happen. I, do I don't too. know why I cannot, for the life of me, imagine it. I'm not saying I wish more people had been shot, but I did see some undoctored video of them literally with cops almost escorting them around. And I, well, I, and I, the cops were taking pictures with them. Absolutely. They were taking selfies. That's right. And, and you know, I, 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 you know anybody that's known me politically very well knows I, there's nothing I hate worse than a bad cop. I mean, that, that just, that's just, it just makes me crazy. Um, and I am going to say something controversial, which is that I am quite furious at Donald Trump about this. Um, I think to those who much is given, much is expected. And did he break down that barrier? No. But his words were the ones that got those people fired up to do it. And when you have that kind of power, you have to be careful with it. Oh, absolutely. And, and he wasn't. And you, I, you don't I'm, think, do you think he, know, no, no, wait, let me restate that. Do you think he knows that though? Knows what? Do you think he knows he made a mistake when he was standing up there talking to yes. him? Yes. I do too. I do too. I do so, too. But I, let me tell you one more little quick thing. Okay. The day of the impeachment, one of my friends has a son who's in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And on the way home, she, he asked her, what, what does that mean? And she called me and said, I don't know. Would you tell him? And I said, he said, what are they accusing the president of doing? And I said, they accusing him of inciting people to do bad. And that he didn't do the bad thing, but he incited them. And that's a legal word. And it means by your power, mm -hmm. you got someone to do something. In the same way that if you hire somebody to kill somebody, you're a criminal too, even though you didn't shoot the gun. And that's what Trump did and in my opinion, mm -hmm. and all of the wonderful things that I think about him, all of the wonderful things that I think he did, I'm mad at him and I don't like what he did. And I, and, and, and the thing too, I think in politics, it's gotten to where we're so hundred percent though. So you can't, well, that's a bunch of crap. It's just like with your kids. I love the dog crap out of Nick. Doesn't mean I don't get stinking mad at him sometimes. Oh, sure. So it sure. doesn't mean I don't support Trump or his beliefs or most of his policies, but what he did those couple of days in my opinion, were awful. Okay, so let me let me ask. Are you going to ask Dick his opinion? Because he's got one. I will. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Dick. Go ahead and chime in because I want to ask a question to well, everybody. Well, it's, I always think of what did he exactly say that incited it? Let's go down there and tell him how we feel. That's what he said. March down there with me. Okay. But that, well, and that's kind of what I was going to... I feel like that happens all the time, though, when someone goes to the Capitol when they protest. That's where people go to protest, right? Like, is this, is this the first protest that went to the steps of the Capitol? Mm -mm. No, no, but that's not. not where it was. That's not where it was supposed to be. Well, it, but this is, and, and kind of chiming in on that, because I wanted, the big question that I wanted to ask is, do you think his responsibility is justification for the impeachment? Absolutely not. Okay. And that's Absolutely not. Because he did not direct and say, hey, go break through the doors and let's no, take over the Capitol. If, if, I, if it seemed like yeah. I meant that, then absolutely not. I think the impeachment is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I, and that's, I think that's what gets me. So uh, go ahead, Dick. What else do you have to share? No, I was just asking because to me that felt like that's what people kind of normally do when they go protest. They all kind of walk to that place and they protest. Yeah. Right. Well, so when you're telling people, hey, go over there and march, I mean, that to me, that's like the same every it, other protest. No, no difference. So well, I, well, I didn't I, feel he said anything that says, hey, I want you to break down those barriers and go try to hang Mike Pence. 
Well, you know, that's that's the other <laughs> yeah. thing. I agree with you, and he didn't say that. But that's one of the things I told, you know, I, a lot, all of the time while Obama was in, in office and Jay Johnson and all of those guys were doing all the stuff that they did. And someone said to me, well, you don't think Obama told them to do that? And I'm like, you don't have to tell them. They right. know. They know you. They know. I mean, we've all worked in politics long enough. You don't have to say things out loud. Right. You you have your minions that do what you want them to do because they know what you want them to do. And so that's the that's my opinion. That's how a lot of that was. Is that I don't like the word dog whistles because I think it's stupid, but I do think that they thought they were doing what their leader wanted them to do. Well, but I also think that this was. A percent of a percent of a percent of the people that were there. Absolutely. And that's what I was mad about during the day and the day after. Where was the where was the media person who walked fifty people out into the crowd and found the lady that looked like all of us and said, What are you doing here today and how do you feel? Right. She didn't do that. Yeah. Where was you know, my brother was this close to going. No one interviewed him about his feelings. He wouldn't have stormed the Capitol. Well, I, so there were know, thousands and thousands absolutely. and thousands of people there who feel just like we do, which is I want to redress my government for the things that I feel are have wrong. been right. are wrong, and I have the right and the obligation to do that. Well, and I will tell you that I, I personally knew people that were there that, right. that felt like they were had moved to do something and, mm-hmm. and had to go to show their support for our president. Um, and and their accounts of what happened are vastly different. Of course, Absolutely. they weren't the ones that were storming the steps. Right. They weren't break. They weren't jumping barrier lines. They weren't pushing the cops back. And I they think, were experiencing something wonderful with like-minded exactly. people. Exactly. And I think you know, whenever we start talking about these officers that were taking pictures, I think like just like the majority of the people that were there, they never saw that coming. That level. I of, agree. Of revolt and anger coming and so i think they thought it was kind of another day at the office if mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. now could there have been some that have that were influenced absolutely i have you know I, i'm i'm a realist i understand that um and and everything that happened was such a tragedy that it ever escalated to that point um i do believe like you it was a very small percentage of that population that actually got out of hand and decided we're going to do something right. with force today. Well, and, and, and I'd like to add something here. I don't think, and this is my opinion, I don't think that everybody that broke into the Capitol broke in, being the appropriate term of the day. I don't think they were all bad guys. I, the girl from California, she wasn't a bad guy. She was just, ooh, oh, look, the, the doors, they're open. Well, we can go in. I don't think they were bad people, a number of them. There were some bad actors. There were. Well, of course. And, and I... And, and and I just don't think that everybody that went through the doors was a bad actor. I well, really I don't. I agree too. You know, and then there's but that, there's that. Then there's that. Well, don't go where bad things can happen. Well, but there's a group. A you know that group mentality. You know, it's, it gets, if you've ever been to any kind of rally oh, yeah. and you go there and you're excited and oh, you're, yeah. it's something oh, yeah. you're passionate Absolutely. about. Absolutely. And then it, and then it hypes you up and then your adrenaline starts pumping and then before you know it, oh, the doors open. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's kind of that herd mentality of people that, you know, maybe they got swept away. Not that that's an excuse. I'm not I'm not excusing it. But I think that that had something to do with it, too, because I do agree. I don't think everybody that was there was bad. I don't think everybody came with bad intentions. I don't think most of those people thought that they could break into the Capitol. I don't think most people (laughs) thought if they broke into the Capitol that it would actually get into the chambers in some of the offices. 
I mean, because I never would think that no, that would be possible. I know, I know. And I think that that, you know, and, you know, they, they show videos of some of these folks that were in line mm-hmm. and being allowed to come in. Yeah. You know, but then again, we get back to the credibility of the news sources and who we're believing and who we are. Right. And I'd, I'd be in the back of the crowd going, pass the Ritz crackers, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just... It's it's a completely because it was a huge crowd. It was right. a completely different atmosphere. It's the point I was trying to make. And I had two friends that were there, and they said it's crazy. I don't know who got in there because every third person was either either had a cane or was on a scooter. Yeah, you know they, they were all our age. Mel, yeah. you know is what they said to me. So, you know, just well, and then is. and then how how this how that trend uh, in this moment of sadness of grief. Of you know wonder of of what it meant to translate that into impeachment proceedings, <laughs> and with the purpose behind it, as has been claimed, is to prevent Donald Trump from ever being able to run for office again. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. I think it starts with the fact that it's unconstitutional because. The and it's going to get thrown out in one second if a lawyer stands up and says right. you can't impeach someone no that's evidence. not a president. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing, well, not even that. Oh, you yeah, just, that's just, true. You, they have there's no standing for this for this. Um, you can't procedure. impeach the unimpeachable. You can't impeach. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. right. But secondly, you know, and part of this is that is how much I believe in the ballot box. Anything that limits what I can do at the ballot box, including term limits, which yes. is not a very conservative thing, but I'm against. Yes, and anything you do that. If if we are not man enough to stop him from running for president again, then we don't we deserve it. Yeah. And that's how I feel. You don't you don't make rules precluding someone from running for office. That is the voters' decision and the voters' decision only. Well, to me, it's a it's it's part of this new movement of socialism that they're trying to, you know, gradually envelop us right. all in, so we Their don't rules. know what's happening. Right. right. But you start limiting who we can elect to represent us because right. they are our representation. And once you start putting limits on that, then you have the government in control of who is, is exactly. being in those positions. And that, and I think that's that, is, that is an excellent point, Christy. I had not considered that, yep. the socialist aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, when you add that into, and this has been another hot topic of mine, and I think it kind of goes together. You know, whenever Facebook and Twitter decided to completely mm. do away with the president's uh, First Amendment rights. Now... You know, some people will say it was warranted to maybe let things cool off or whatever. But then you had leadership saying, well, you know, they're privately owned businesses. They have the right to decide who and when they do business. But wasn't it just a couple years ago when they were telling the bakeries that even though their religious thoughts and beliefs were different than those that their clients were that they were still obligated to serve correct. them and do business with that them. That is correct. So how can you, you can't play both sides of that. Well, those are two completely different. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I mean, that's conflating two things that that was someone's. But if they're saying the businesses have the right the to decide how they conduct their business. Right. But they don't have the right, but, but a business doesn't have the right to discriminate based on the color of your skin or your, those five things, whatever that you And, that's constitutional. This is, they have the right to it's freedom of speech. Well, it, yeah, but you don't. The, the a business can't give you freedom of speech. I disagree. Well, then they you, can't give you. Then they can't give you the right to 
to the, a business can't give you the right to to produce work for you um if you're um whatever if you're if you're you know what is it what were they they were they were lesbians is that what it was the cake yeah, yeah. the cake they were lesbians well they, they give you a good counter i don't know if christy was touching on this is you know twitter or trump during his presidency couldn't block people that's what the federal court said like <laughs> he can't block people on twitter so to me that's kind of conflicting a little bit with yeah. you know oh we can we can block you, but you can't block us. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is so, just that technology has has surpassed our ability to control it, which it, it, it always happens as a seesaw in business right. and any kind of anything like that. And and I, well, I hate I, it. I hate what they did, but right. I think they have the right to do it, and I think that they will that they did it at their peril. I think it will end up hurting them. Well, yeah. but I agree. And and what they did with Parler. Um, Ugh, you know, because then again, you're taking a, a business and you are removing their rights. Now, um, Amazon being the holder or being the server that hosted them, I, you know, they technically had the right, I guess, to turn off their servers because they get to choose who they do business with. But I still believe that they are discriminating based on a belief system because you could say that. You know, we, we look at Trump. We know he's a Christian. You, we know, could, you could say you it's could creed. Say, you absolutely could. You could it's, it's, I'm just thinking this now. That's their creed. Yeah. And you can't, if you want to say your your race, your sex, your Religion. orientation, you or your say, creed. And, that's one yeah. of the things. Yes, absolutely it is. You may be, that's, so, I haven't thought of that. So I think that, that, you know, obviously, you know, this is politics we're talking about. Absolutely. And both, both sides use rhetoric on their for their own behalf, okay? Everybody twists words every now and yeah, then. Yeah, they do it better than we do. Yeah, they do. Um, they do it much better than much we do. Much better than we do. Um, but, you know, taking this reverse stance, and, and it has, and I will say what I, this, the same thing to me relates with the vaccinations, the COVID vaccinations. And, and we're going to touch on that in a second. But, uh but you know the you know you hear this story this tale of them saying that vaccinations are going to be mandatory to travel to be able to do certain things to be able to enter um, government properties that you're going to have to show proof of vaccination do y'all remember when governor rick perry was in office and he tried to mandate that all teenage girls had to be vaccinated with the hpv vaccine and the uproar and he was a conservative governor Republican elected governor, he came out with that, and you it would have killed him. It nearly, nearly ended his career. Absolutely. And here we are a few short years later, and we have the other side saying, oh, no, we're going to mandate, and not only mandate it, but you're going to have to show your card to come into property that you as a taxpayer, as a citizen, own. How, how are they so easily juggling all these balls in the air and playing both sides of the fence and nobody's calling them out on it? It's it well, yeah. We uh, and and we obviously all have different opinions about the the level of how high or how far any of this goes. But I will say one thing: the anti-vaxxer crowd is is a significant group. I mean, when when previous they talk to COVID or no previous or, to COVID. Okay, okay, sure. The anti-vaxxer parent. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, every child who has been diagnosed is somewhere on the spectrum of the autism spectrum has a question mark, at least a question mark. Absolutely. It, it, was it vaccinations? 
it's a significant thing when they go to Austin to make any sort of decisions. They include now. How are the anti-vaxxers going to mm-hmm. take this? Okay, so there's already a significant group. I don't know how they're going to convince people as a whole, a mass, that this is what they need to do. I I I'm not even an anti-vaxxer, and I really don't want the vaccine. I'll make right. sure my kid gets it, but I. I really don't want it. Well, and I have, you know, my kids have had their vaccinations growing up, you know, and, you know, of course with us, it was kind of like starting kindergarten at five. It's what you did. You know, you got your kids vaccinated. Now, obviously there have been a lot of really great things that have happened. Sure. Um, I think with COVID, I think the anti-vaxxers have evolved a little bit because nobody really trusts where this virus is or the quickness of which the, um, the vaccine has evolved. Um, you know, normally look at look at what we have to do just to get a medication approved. It's eight years in clinical trials. But that's one of the things that if there was any justice in the world, we would Trump would get the credit for having stripped away yes. all of the crap that really doesn't need. And will that will be will we be able to keep some of the legacy of Trump of all the of regulations, the, the, the crazy regulations. Yeah, the regulations, but also the, just the way they all talk to each other and, and how it's 100% with me or 100% against right. me. Will any of those legacy points remain? I don't know. You know, but, you know, my favorite thing about the vaccine nowadays is when, you know, that it's, it's two doses. And so the science was you have to save the second dose so that you can dose everybody else. Because otherwise and, it's so good. And as soon as... It was clear that Biden was going to be the president and he wants to do all the doses. All of a sudden now, Dr. Fauci and everybody's like, oh, yeah, let's do all the doses. And then we'll come back with the second and dose because we'll we some know. More. Yeah. But there and were, they're and saying that they said over and over and over, we are following the science. You have to main, you have to hold them, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, no, we don't do that. that. Yeah, we're going to do it different there because that's what Biden wants to do. Right. I hate that. Well, you know, and it's And like, I don't even care one way or the other if you hold half of them back. Well, and you, but you look at just, communities like Harris County, you know, and they, you know, had their vaccination station. And we have the one in Montgomery County that opened up today and they're already, you know, going and blowing. Seven but, minutes. But they had, um, you know, they had all these people sign up in advance to have appointments to show up. Then all these people show up to NRG or Minute Maid or wherever it was. And there were people that had appointments that were there for three and a half hours after their allotted appointment time. They were there prior to their appointment, three and a half hours of their appointment time. Why and get an then appointment? If- still did not get a vaccination. And they were saying that people were not checking for appointments. They were not checking to make sure that they were part of a population that should be priority just, just receiving sh- it. Shooting everybody. Just shooting everybody. Mm. And to me, that is a direct slap in the face to all of the science everything that's been said we're going to start with these populations because they're the most critical we're going to do it in this orderly way we're going to make sure that there are enough vaccinations so that they can get it done twice and it's like no, everybody nobody cares anymore and one of the things that people like us need to say out loud to the whole country is if you don't like the way this was handled it's your elected officials that did it absolutely starting at the top yep. going to your governor yep. going to your state senator going to your county judge going to your mayor yep. those are the people who aren't getting it done yes sorry and those, kids and those, those are all some of my yep. employers yeah but i'm just telling you that you know these people in these states and these other places that don't have anything there's a reason yeah it's because somebody didn't do their job yep speaking of which speaking of which 
Speaking of elected officials that have done their jobs. Is it it time? I guess so. So this is Melanie's tantalizing tidbit. Is this going to become a weekly thing? I think this should be a weekly thing. No, it should. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to really work on this. Um, Actually, it it is great, and and we need to get ready to toast because it's always so much fun to to have him. Next week, we are going to have Judge Mark Keogh as our guest, and he will give us an update, state of the county, et cetera, et cetera. And um, if you've got questions you'd like asked or whatever, you're certainly welcome welcome to message us at Moxie Innovative on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and we'll be glad to ask the questions, assuming they're, you know, Appropriate. Appropriate. Right. Well, and I think that. But, um, but we're excited. Like what you're saying is if it's like doctors or briefs, you're not going to ask that. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I'm just exactly checking. I'm just checking. I'm checking. That's although, how I am. although knowing Judge Keogh, he would probably answer that yeah, question. Yeah, he would. He would. Uh, honestly <laughs> and forthcomingly. But, um, but I do, um, you know, we, we've been so blessed on so many different levels. Mm-hmm to have his discernment um, and going forward as far as um, allowing business to still keep going, allowing, um, you know, small businesses to stay open, doing what he could uh, from his level of authority to keep the economy rolling, to keep life moving up here in Montgomery County, which is why we've seen so many people moving this direction. And, Mm -hmm. and just, just like you said, just the vaccination station yesterday, you know, I need to do a schoolhouse rock. I know. I was just thinking about that. Um, I I mean, he's, he's the one, you know, he and Jason, of course, Jason is a super big help, but, but anyway, lots going on. Um, If you have comments, questions, if you want to share your points of view, please message us, post it in the comments section, because we value those opinions. We do value the first amendment here. Oh, we do. We do. And we'd love to hear your feedback. We'll read your comment before we block it. Exactly. (laughs) But if not, dang it, that's all right. Okay, <laughs> I've got I've got one other little tidbit that yes. I want to start adding because I've, there was a, num- a number of birthdays this week oh. of people that we know. Um, today is Kay, Croft, Kay Carter, Kay Crosscough Carter, Kay Kate Carter. Um, her birthday is today, as well as Paul Cote. And tomorrow is our friend Gary Henson. Oh, happy birthday, Gary. He's going to be 35. He's oh. getting old. <laughs> anyway, and um, and our friend Bob Smith's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, sweet Bob. Yeah, and all his puppies. Uh-huh. And um, and then sweet Shannon Seacrest Lawler. Shannon Seacrest, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, her birthday is Sunday, as is Commissioner Ronnie White's up in Walker County. And then our friend... I'm not going to do it to her, but Melanie Turner um, will be. Um, I would not having a birthday. <laughs> having we'll be a birthday. having a birthday, right? I'll anyway, on it. Monday. So those are that's our group of birthdays. Do y'all have one that you'd like to having add? Having had a recent birth, a recent significant birthday, I'm going to say that. Who cares if you got to that age and you're still kicking it? Oh yeah, be proud I, of it. I'm, that's I, me. I agree. I'm so I there. Agree. You know, and and we talked about you know we didn't really touch on events coming up this week. There are some things going on. Obviously, it's still kind of on the down low. But one of the things that I saw that I thought was really cool is that the Delta College Planetarium is going to do <sighs> be doing a live Facebook cool? broadcast of the Northern Lights. Oh, when? Tomorrow. That is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Cool. So, and it's, and they've really been promoting it really well on Facebook, but if you go what to... What is the Delta College? I don't know. I have okay. not done that okay. research. <laughs> but it's not Conroe. No, no, but okay. it's the Delta College Planetarium. It starts at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. It's, up, you, in, it's up in Saskatchewan. Yeah, <laughs> We're if real you, close to the Northern Lights. If you want <laughs> to, uh, you know, just kind of take a breath, it's a great reason if you have no other to log on to social media mm-hmm. um just so we can really revel in god's amazing creation 
and all the beauty that surrounds us every day and all the wonderful things that we get to toast um that's one of them so um thank you holly for joining us again today yes we enjoyed it quite a historical day today please be sure you know pay attention to what's going on be safe out there make sure you tune in next wednesday at noon whenever we come back with toast of the town with christy amell with our county judge mark keogh you can watch us live on facebook you can go to irlonestar.com or 104.5 or 106.1 on the fm dial if you're here in conroe until then make it a great week and we'll see you next wednesday